0: what's up 10 and j man show nation this is tanner lee one half of the 10 and j man show and on behalf of myself and my co-host josh the j man month we want to thank you for listening to our podcast while you're at it on whatever platform you're listening on please hit that subscribe button and if it happens to be on apple Podcasts, please give us a rating review that really helps us out If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Tnj Show. If you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tannen J Man Show Store and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So, thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tannen J Man Show.
1: The J Man is the defending champ of the NFL Pick'em belt. Uh, I also won last week, but we didn't know this by this time last week. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, Tanner has um, won the crown for this week, and I'll give it to him. No, I didn't get away last week. Give me, give me a few minutes. I'll let um, you, I'll let you enjoy it for a couple yeah, more until, minutes. Uh, Tell we have to pick games or talk NFL. Uh, but thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. Good to be back at it on this Monday night. A lot has happened over the past week. Um, how you doing tonight there, Tannin Man?
0: Doing pretty good, J-Man. I mean, my boilers broke my heart Saturday, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't really expecting to win. But, uh, yeah. Um, it's not fun losing. No, it's not fun losing. Yeah. Um. I just noticed, Jay. Man, I left my uh, my notes upstairs. I'm gonna go grab those <laughs> real quick. All right, <laughs> so um,
1: keep everybody rolling, real quick. You know what? I'm gonna do on this day real quick if you don't mind, or you want me to wait? No, you don't have to wait for me. Let right. me
0: pull up the. This is embarrassing, but I uh, literally can't get through
1: the show without my uh, <laughs> without my notes.
0: So let me pull up the uh, on this day for you real quick, and I will be right back.
1: On this day in 1911, the New York Yankees set team record 12 airs and a doubleheader. Um, if you are a math genius like myself, that is six a game. Not great, Bob. On this day in 1913, U.S. Open men's golf was played. 20-year-old amateur Francis Ouimet wins his only open title in an 18-hole playoff. On this day in 1919, legendary baseball slugger Babe Ruth Tied Ned Williamson's MLB mark of 27 home runs with a ninth-inning blast in Boston Red Sox, 4-3 win against the Chicago White Sox. Uh, 27 home runs was the uh, Major League record in 1919 until Babe Ruth uh, broke it. So I'm only in 1919. You weren't up there that long.
0: I'm pretty much fast guy alive.
1: Make fast people look not so fast. I try. On this day in 1924, who won the PGA Championship? 1924, how about Sam Snead? Walter Hagen beats Englishman Jim Barnes. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy. On this day in 1924. 1931, Major League Baseball's Lou Gehrig's four RBIs broke his old RBI mark of 175. He ended up with 184 RBIs in the 1931 season. He
0: was pretty good.
1: Hack Wilson, Chicago Cub, had 191 a few years later, and that is still the all-time record and one that I think is pretty safely never going to be broken. I agree with you. On this day in 1932, the Chicago Cubs clinched the NL pennant. They used to do that back then. <laughs> that year was the year that uh, old Baby Ruth uh, called the shot.
0: Baby Ruth. Mm-hmm.
1: The Pittsburgh Steelers, known as the Pirates, on this day in 1933 played in their first NFL game. They
0: were known as the Pirates. I did the not know that either. That's interesting.
1: Um, they lost 23 to two. It's a weird. Uh, not
0: good. Yeah. Not a good debut.
1: Um, on this day in 1951, MLB owners elect National League President Ford Frick as third baseball commissioner for a seven-year term at a then-massive $65,000 a year.
0: Isn't that wild to think about?
1: Things have changed. On this, this is a good one for Cubs fans. On this day in 1953, Cubs Ernie Banks hit his first career Major League home run. Mr. Cub. It was not too bad. On this day in 1961, Roger Maris hit his 59th home run of the season.
0: It's a pretty good one.
1: Yep, barely missed the 60 in game 154 of the season. On this day in 1968, Mickey Mantle hit his first career home run, final career home run. Uh, excuse me. On this day in 1969, the Ryder Cup golf was played. Um, what? Who won that one?
0: 69. Let's hmm. go with the Europeans.
1: Great Britain tie. The U.S. and Great Britain tie at 16-0. Hmm. Great sporting gesture. America's Jack Nicholas concedes missable, missable three-foot putt to Joni Jacklin at the 18th hole for a draw. That's good sportsmanship. Wouldn't see that nowadays. Yeah, it
0: depends who the golfer is most. Eh, no, that's
1: fair. I, uh, I want to go straight for the jugular. <laughs> On this day in um 1975 who won the Ryder cup go with the americans u.s beats great britain and ireland USA. Uh, arnold USA. palmer u.s non-playing american captain uh bernard hunt was great britain and ireland Never S- heard of him. skipper
0: it is Ryder cup week this week so um didn't have it last year we we're supposed to have it last year but they are having it this year mm. same place whistling straight in wisconsin <laughs> so should be fun it's always a fun event to event to watch with fans
1: Um, 1984, the Cubs broke 2 million in home attendance for the first time. A lot of Cubs tonight on on this day. Don't have them too often on there. 1985, Curtis Strong is convicted for selling cocaine to pro baseball players. (laughs) That's awful. Yeah, not a great, uh, not a great one to have. And there's a lot of good ones today. Chicago running back Walter Payton scored his NFL record 107th career-rushing touchdown in the Bears' 20-3 victory over Tampa Bay. Sweetness. Yes, sir. Um, 1995, the Cincinnati Reds became the first team to clinch the National League Central. They only had the East and West up until 1994. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Um, Have they clinched
0: it since? The serious question.
1: Yes. I think 2010 and 2012. I feel
0: like they were a wild
1: card both times. They weren't a wild card in 2012. I know that one. Okay. They might have been in 2010. I don't remember. And then they were definitely a wild card in 14 and wild card last year.
0: That's impressive. You can remember every time they made the playoffs. Lately. Few
1: and far between.
0: But that's still impressive. They can remember yeah. that. Probably because their fans remind you of the exact
1: years. Because they're the worst. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez in 2013 set new Major League Baseball record with 24 grand slams. Yep, he was pretty good with bases loaded. Who won the US Open this uh day last year? US Open, we're talking tennis. Men's golf, sorry.
0: Oh, men's golf. Yeah, US Open when who who won the US Open last year? Men's golf. Uh Bryson
1: DeChambeau. Yes, sir, yeah. over who? Oh god, he blew the field away. Uh He won by 6 strokes.
0: It was John Rom? Matthew Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: That's probably gonna do it, but I I want you to try to pronounce this the winner of uh the twenty twenty Tour de France from last year.
0: Slovenian I can't my eyes are awful. I cannot see. <laughs> Taj Poga Carr, that's way off. Yeah, you bungled that one. And he beat um, Primo's Roglic. Yeah, there you go. You, you're more confident with your pronunciation. That's that's I, all you have to be. <laughs> you, you got to be, be confident. confident
1: Ta- Tadej Pogakar. Not too bad. Not too uh, bad for that you. That was yeah. awful. That's going to do it for uh, On the Stay, though, this week. And
0: the On the Stay segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House <laughs> has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today by giving them a call at 574-210-3815.
1: Let's talk a little baseball here for a few minutes, shall we? The, uh, Let's
0: do some birdie bogey, shall oh, we, real quick? Oh, shoot,
1: I forgot. You uh, uh, you running upstairs through me.
0: It, I think this is about the first episode ever. This, this is our 253rd episode. This might be the first one we've never let off with birdie bogey. Yeah. Maybe the first few we ever did.
1: I'm glad you said something because I would have definitely forgotten. But
0: Birdie Bogey, so you you got a commanding lead right now. Three strokes. You're two over par for the year. I'm five over. So I need you to get a bogey, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's Ryder Cup week, right? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I want to know what – and the Ryder Cup goes back to like 1939. Uh uh I want to know what individual has the most points all time in the
1: Ryder Cup. I'm going to go ahead and give myself (laughs) a stroke right now. (laughs) Indiv- Knowing my luck. I don't even know what that means, individual well, points. there's points uh-huh. in different
0: rounds. So, literally, what individual all-time in the Ryder Cup has the most points? So, it's somebody who's been really good at the Ryder Cup uh-huh. for a long time.
1: It feels like this is a trick question, though, because I want to go with, like, a top name that I've heard of. But uh, for some reason, I'm thinking it's going to be somebody else, or are you trying to— throw me off to make me think that the mind games have begun (laughs) but birdie bogey's brought to you by noble gnome llc for fresh locally grown nutrient-dense produce from bryce and katie romine of mintone indiana like them on facebook follow them on instagram and check out their website noble gnome llc.com get your veggies now you can get into your baseball talk baseball haven't spoken on baseball in a few weeks i haven't watched baseball Um, in like a month i've i'm still watching you're a uh, diehard. I am a diehard. i would give you props. Cubs are 17 games under 500. They, uh Any new youngsters catch your eye lately? Have officially been eliminated. Have they called uh, anybody new
0: up lately? Or is it
1: There's a few them? guys. Uh, Alfonso Rivas, who they picked up uh, in a trade for Tony Kemp last year, or they traded Tony Kemp away to the Oakland Ace. He's come up and he's played pretty well. Uh, Frank Schwindel, who they yeah. uh, picked up off of waivers, has been the best hitter in the National League since August 1st. Buy your Swindell jerseys. Uh, yes, Frank the Tank is what everyone's calling him. Uh, is I th- he older? He's our age. So. But, I mean, who knows? He might be a legit breakout. Uh, he doesn't strike out much, has good power, so maybe he's just finally getting his shot and he's turning it into something. Sometimes that's it all, all it takes. It remains to be seen. I mean, we've seen some guys come up and develop later uh, in their careers, but who knows on Frank Swindell. I'm not holding my breath on it. But it's been fun to watch him uh, go on a tear here. But, uh, yeah, Cubs are eliminated. Um, are they eliminated? They're they're eliminated from the division. Uh yeah, I think they're definitely eliminated from the play- <laughs> division. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like they were eliminated a long time ago, but they are officially eliminated. But the uh division races are kinda heating up. The San Francisco Giants only have a one game lead on the LA Dodgers. Yeah, I,
0: th- I thought that was pretty safe a while back.
1: Yep. Um <laughs> man, Giants are forty four games over five hundred. They just have to play one of the greatest teams. Surprise of the year. Um definitely the surprise of the year. Uh they just have to contend with one of the best teams ever one of the greatest stretches of regular season baseball ever in the la dodgers the past couple of years they're gonna be the team um, to beat right yeah i would say so although man i'm telling you watch out for milwaukee yeah that three-headed pitching staff they have there of woodruff uh burns and so uh, speaking of milwaukee i
0: saw ryan braun finally retired officially
1: finally retired you know when guys retire, you kind of wish them well and all that, but not me. I hated <laughs> Ryan Braun. I hope he has the worst retirement ever. To be honest, uh, that dude was the worst. Um, one of the most disappointing teams in recent memory, uh, when it comes to baseball, is the San Diego Padres. They were a legitimate World Spend Series a lot contender. Of money. Spent a ton of money, made, traded for you, Darvish and uh, Blake Snell. Both guys haven't been that good. Um, they have these superstars in Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado. They're getting in a fight in the dugout um, over the weekend. Things are just kind of coming to a head. I think heads are going to roll there in San Diego. They are now 20-and-a-half games out of the division, which they've been eliminated, and they find themselves three-and-a-half games out behind three other teams. Yep. Um for the wild card spot, I think they're done. Uh, they, they have the Giants and Dodgers, I think, coming up as well. Uh, so they're absolutely done. One of the more disappointing teams I can remember because they were winning the wild card by, I think, five and a half games entering August, and they have gone 10 and 27 since. Uh, they have just been absolutely abysmal. Um, Atlanta still holding on to a two-game lead uh, in the NL East over the Philadelphia Phillies Mets find themselves five and a half out <laughs> Hate to see it um, Yeah Tampa Bay's up six and a half games in the East Yeah, the White Sox up 11 in the Central Houston's up six Deals. in the West um, It's it's going to be a White Sox-Houston battle in the divisional round uh, That's disgusting White Sox, need they're three games behind Houston. They need home field advantage because they have a losing record on the road this year, and they haven't played good teams very well either, um, which could be it's definitely an issue when it comes to the postseason. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's that. Uh, and the wild card races are hot right now. The St. Louis Cardinals are on absolute fire, 10 games over five they They're three games up on the Cincinnati Reds. Reds have sto- sort of choked it's a little like your bit. It's like the
0: worst nightmare right there.
1: It is, but I'd rather the Cardinals be in besides the Reds. Um, Reds had every opportunity to run away with the wild card, and they refused to do it. They had such an easy schedule. Um, Such an easy schedule, and that's the issue. They have lost. Let's see, one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight straight series Um, the Reds have lost. That's
0: not good when you're trying to make playoffs.
1: And that includes two series to the Cubs, bad Cubs team, a series to the Marlins, a series to the Tigers, and a series to the Pirates. They've you lost all of those. To, you don't deserve to get in playoffs um, and play like that. Now, they have a very easy schedule the rest of the way. They have the Pirates for three, then the Nationals for four at home. Then they're on the road in uh, Chicago White Sox, which the White Sox will have everything clinched by then. Their uh, magic number's four. And then they go to Pittsburgh. So they could still find themselves um, a t- in the wild card spot and face either the Giants or Dodgers. Uh, but you look at wh- who the Cardinals have, they have at Milwaukee this week. Uh, Which will not be tough. Then they have four in Wrigley Field, which they haven't played well there. Then they have Brewers again at home, but the Brewers again should have everything locked up as far as the division goes. And they have the Cubs at home. Um, So getting the Cubs for seven helps immensely. And maybe a Brewers team that's not playing for anything helps. So Reds fans need to root for the Cubs. Yeah, absolutely. Need to root for the Cubs. Got to do what you got to do. You know, I used to root for the Cardinals and the Reds both, depending on who they were playing um, when the Cubs were fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, but that's the, um, that's the National League. The Phillies are only three and a half out. And Padres is still three and a half out, but it's the uphill climb for them. The American League wild card is hot right now. You have the Boston Red Sox in that first spot up a game on the Toronto Blue Jays. And you have the Blue Jays up a game and a half on the Yankees for that final spot. Only two up on Oakland, only four up on Seattle. Uh, Toronto has gone scorched earth yeah. the past months to get back into it, and um, they're looking pretty dang good right now. I'm going to look at their schedule the rest of the way. They have an 84.7% chance to make the postseason. Uh, they do have at Tampa Bay, at <laughs> Minnesota, um, we have a big old spider on the uh, – that's a huge spider. I kill it. All right. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's the first. That is the first that has ever happened on the and J-Man. Show. That was a big spider, yeah, too. It was. Uh Toronto has at Tampa Bay, at Minnesota. Then they have the Yankees for three. That could be the biggest series of the year. But they have the worst team in baseball, the Baltimore Orioles, to finish up the season, which helps out um, immensely. Um, then you have the Yankees have. A fairly easy schedule the rest of the way. They have uh, Texas for three. They do have at Boston, at Toronto, and then Tampa Bay, so they don't have an easy schedule. I was wrong. So uh, I think uh, Yankees might find themselves out of the playoffs again, and I think that would be the end to Aaron Boone. That would
0: be one of my bold
1: predictions. Uh, that Aaron, right. Aaron Boone would be gone? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for uh, baseball this week. Talked a little more than I thought I was going All to.
0: Right, but no, you're uh, on a roll. Let roll you roll go. Roll. We yes haven't talked baseball yes for sir. a couple weeks. We so. have not. i you let you go. So. Got a bunch of football talk. What are we talking first, college or pro?
1: Let's go college football first. Um, Another big week in the Big Ten. We had, uh, man, who played? uh, Penn State beat Auburn. That was a big one for them. It was the first
0: wideout they have won. They had lost five straight wideout games. Really? Yep. Man. do you know the wideout started... Into, I heard this over the weekend on game day. It started, the first whiteout game was, for the first two or three was just student section only. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, and I remember watching this game, the first whiteout ever was against Purdue in 2004. Really? And Purdue beat them. That's their only win at Happy Valley. And then they had one against Ohio State the next year, and they said the press box shook. It was so yeah, loud. It, it would get wrong. And then they finally, I think it was against Michigan a few years later, did the whole crowd. Mm. Now they do it once a year, even though James Franklin's, um, hasn't ruled out doing it twice this year.
1: Who else would they do it against? Michigan. Oh, they play Michigan. Yeah, okay. I
0: think it's late October maybe.
1: Okay. but um, It's a fun environment to yeah, watch.
0: It's raucous. Um, but they got it done over Auburn. So mm-hmm. Bo Nix is now 5-8 and eight on the road slash neutral site games as a starting quarterback. Um,
1: I think Pitt State's for real. Yeah, I think they're pretty dang good. Um Man, would they I, jump up to sixth in the rankings. Would I pick them to win the West? It's so tough right now. I mean, the East, you mean? East, um, Ohio State losing to Oregon, and yeah. then they only only beat Tulsa by twenty-one. They didn't <laughs> cover. Um, I would say right now, probably Penn State's the favorite to win the West. I mean, we don't know what kind of East. <laughs> I'm struggling today. <laughs> when the East, um, although Michigan State's playing awfully well, they just went into Michigan's Miami.
0: not too shabby this year either. And Michigan's pretty good as well. Rutgers is undefeated points. right now. Yeah,
1: Rutgers is Rutgers, though.
0: I mean, right um, now, the one team in the West, right now, we're only three weeks in, you could say out of it's Indiana.
1: Yeah, and that's shocking because we thought they'd be in it. At least I did. Um, they did they've did. they played two top ten teams, yeah. though. i uh, have to give them that, but, I mean, they on got that, that blown division. out. In the East – they they got blown out in uh, Iowa and then um, had every opportunity to beat Cincinnati. Man, they felt 14,
0: like. kept getting inside the five yard line and couldn't score. Uh,
1: Michael Penix is not a very good quarterback at least throwing he's wise. Lost I mean, this year he had twenty three incompletions on Saturday. He uh, his injury clearly is still affecting him. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't
0: I don't think his knees allowing him to get outside the pocket, so he has to stay in the pocket and try to become a complete pocket passer, and it's just, and not, he's working. Not. Um, it's just not working. It's not working, and they're missing. I mean, what fit. I believe is how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. And then they lost another wide out. And I mean, Fryfall goes back, but um, and Hinder shot the tight end. But they just don't seem to have the weapons this year that they no, did. I the agree. Past.
1: I agree. Um, Northwestern's bad. They're, they're bad. They're, they're real They're a legitimately bad team. Um, yeah, I, I had them eight and four, and I'm embarrassed. I think I had him pretty good as well. I mean, I I knew they lost a lot, but Hunter Johnson. He is the worst quarterback in the Big Ten. (laughs) We talk about it every week. He went six for 16, 75 yards, and three interceptions against Duke, who lost to Charlotte two weeks ago. I
0: forgot about that.
1: Um, They're not a good team. Hunter Johnson is so bad. One of the worst quarterbacks in Big Ten history. I'll book it.
0: Yeah, they're bad. Um, Michigan State, that's for real. They're ranked 20th now. They went down to your Hurricanes and put my a whooping canes. on them.
1: Yeah, my Canes are one and two. It's a sad day. Like I said, Michigan killed Northern Illinois. Minnesota going into uh, Colorado and Shutting whooping. Them out. Them. Yeah, 30 I didn't see
0: that. I thought Colorado was going to beat them. Colorado was two-point favorites. Uh, Purdue loses up in Notre Dame by, by 14, 27, 13 offense. Uh, defense, I thought, played well enough to win. I mean, they gave up three big plays. But I thought they played with an edge, but offense just didn't come through. Mm-hmm. Offensive line struggled. Jack Plummer's running for his life. And then Jeff Brom replaced him with Aiden O'Connell. I think it was just to try to get a spark going. Aiden definitely zips the ball quicker, gets rid of it, but he can't move. So, But he ended up throwing two interceptions. Uh, Notre Dame was the better team. But but the thing that just bugs me, Josh, is Notre Dame was asking to get beat. Wow. That was the thing. They were just yeah. letting Purdue hang around, asking, and Purdue just couldn't take advantage I think uh, I I do think Notre Dame's a better team than Purdue, obviously, but I don't think this is close I, to the Notre Dame teams in the last few years. I don't
1: think Notre Dame's all that good at all. No. Uh, their, their quarterback play is bad, quite frankly. Jack Cohn, fifty um, percent completing uh, completion percentage on Saturday. Uh, I watched a few minutes of it, and he missed a wide open guy in the end zone. He had a guy wide open streaking down the middle, and he missed him by ten feet. Yeah, he did miss um, some throws. I think there were there was either a third and. Seven or, f- I think it was the third down. He had a guy on a crossing route in the second quarter. The guy was wide open. He missed him. Yeah, way he did wide. Missed some throws. Um, it was really. And I said this uh, in our group chat. That he was the difference. With why it wasn't a twenty-eight yeah. to three game at halftime. Um, he's just not good. But Purdue hung in there, like uh, you said, they did. Yeah, they and, they kind um, of.
0: And they, I feel like they had the momentum until this halfway through second quarter. They went for fourth and one mm-hmm. from the midfield. They did a jet sweep to Milton Wright for some reason instead of one of their other wide receivers. And he could have had it, but he did a little stutter step instead of putting his foot on the gas and didn't get it. And then it felt like it was just Notre Dame momentum from then mm-hmm. on. Uh, Notre Dame did miss a field goal at one time to try to help them out. But, I mean, Purdue scores a touchdown, starts second half, and they kick it out of bounds. And the punting was awful, which – their special team's always is terrible up in Notre Dame for some reason. I mean, going back to the Drew Brees days, and um, which I thought Drew Brees did a good job on commentary. I think he's going to be pretty good. That um, had to be hard for him had to commentate weird. that game. Which he is going to be back in Ross State this week. They got an off week since Fox is carrying the Wisconsin game. So hmm. he and some members of the 2000 Rose Bowl team are going to be back for the Illinois game. But uh, Purdue's a little banged up. Xander Horvath out four to eight weeks with a broken leg. That killed them up in Notre Dame. They had no running game uh number one corner Corey trice was ruled out right before notre dame game they said that's gonna be two to four weeks today david bell's in concussion protocol another one of the wide receivers today they said hurt his foot he's out for a while so all of a sudden even the wide receiver room you might be without two of their wide receivers this Mm -hmm. week so uh, depth is becoming an issue um but jack Plummer is starting saturday but I don't think Jeff Brom's scared to pull the trigger if, yeah. he, if he feels needed. So, Illinois, talking about them, they lost to Maryland Friday night. And you said they – I didn't even watch the game. You I said watched they collapsed.
1: watched the final quarter, really. Um, and Illinois was up seven with the ball with about five minutes left on Maryland's 40. And they had a fourth and one instead of – if they get – that i mean maryland had i think all three timeouts or at least two uh the likelihood they win increases immensely sure um if they go for it. but they decide to punt it maryland scores within like three minutes Illinois gets the ball back and they find themselves on a fourth and 37 where um, on third and 20 brandon peters threw it to an offensive lineman <laughs> so it was illegal touching of a yeah. forward pass uh, which pushed them back even farther and um, Blake Hayes is punting out of his own end zone and Maryland gets the ball at the Illinois 40 something to start uh, a few plays later, field goal range, kick a field goal. Um, for those Illinois fans, it was depressing. I had to chuckle. It's just, it's fun. I'm so glad I gave up on that uh, kind of bull crap where it would affect my day. Um, and now it's just fun to see the, uh, see the, uh, chaos that is the Illinois fan base and the, um torture that they go through.
0: Any other notes around the college football world real quick before I go over my Big Ten Power Rankings? I have nothing. Rankings. Let's hear your Alabama power almost rings. got beat.
1: They did. They probably should have.
0: Florida gave them everything they wanted. Mm. So, But my Power Rankings, we'll start at the bottom, work our way up. No change from the bottom last week. Illinois, still my bottom seller this week. i almost moving them up to 13th, but I'm keeping, 13th, them, keeping them there. Western. with Northwestern's 13th. Uh, number 12 I got Nebraska still they did they gave Oklahoma a skier. I lost by seven uh they I was a lot more competitive game than I thought it would be Nebraskas special teams really hurt them I mean anytime you score and have a blocked an extra point blocked and return for two points that hurts yeah um I got Indiana's 11 like you said they've lost the two top 10 teams it's probably not really fair for me to put them there but I'm just kind of going by record they got a chance to bounce back out Western Kentucky this weekend got Minnesota at 10. Um, I mean, they shut out Colorado. I think they're starting to find their mojo, so they're going to work their way up the power rankings. But a lot of these teams have pretty good records um, in my top six. I dropped Purdue down to nine. I had them six last week, but, you know, you lose. Now you're 2-1, must win this week against Illinois. I got Wisconsin at eight. They're ranked top 20, but just record-wise, I'm going records for most of these power rankings, so I got them (laughs) at eight. Number seven, I got Rutgers. Three yeah. no defense is good. Now they got to test that Michigan this weekend. We'll see who wins that one. Number six, I got Maryland, another team that's undefeated and, and looks to be improved.
1: Tonga Valoa looks legit. Yeah, he does, and
0: he's got some good wide receivers around him. Number five, I got Ohio State. So I dropped them from four to five this week. Um, didn't look great against Tulsa. They do play um, Akron this week. The forty-nine 40. point favorites. A
1: yeah, bunch. Uh,
0: number four, I got Michigan, undefeated, looking good. Yeah, they do look good. Um, we'll see what they can they're do. They're actually scoring points, yeah. Too. Yeah, they got a good offense. Rutgers got a pretty good defense. That's gonna be an interesting matchup. Number three, I got Michigan State. I've moved them way up to number three. I can't I can't stop denying them anymore. They played in Nebraska this weekend. I don't think they're a pretender. I think they're a contender. Mm-hmm. I gotta give Mel Ticker credit. I thought this was gonna take a long time for him to turn around. I had them win like two or three games this year. Yeah. They've already won three. Number two, I got Penn State. Uh number six in the nation, won the wideout game against Auburn think they're looking really good number one i got the number five team in the country iowa
1: oh. iowa hawkeyes so that's a pretty solid list there tan yeah i uh, want to go through and pick some games yeah some i got the confident points. points ready for big 10 starting with villanova at penn state
0: 11 it's my biggest confident i point have penn, for state, penn state, state for 10 so oh, you got 10 you got one day you're more confident in huh
1: yeah okay
0: i i don't even think there's a line on this game last time i checked uh
1: i going to check right now. Maybe
0: maybe it came out There's not. Today.
1: No. Yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath. Notre Dame at Wisconsin. This is college game day. It's at Soldier Field. Wisconsin's five-and-a-half point favorites. When's the last time Notre Dame – well, probably against Clemson. Notre Dame hasn't been favored. But. Yeah,
0: no, Notre Dame has won 26 straight home games now. Um, Brian Kelly's tied for the all-time school record and wins. Um. But I got Wisconsin by a touchdown, but it's only my it's one confident point.
1: I've Wisconsin for six. I well, am pretty confident. I right? do not believe in this Notre Dame team after watching them the first three weeks. It
0: is interesting. Jack Cohn knows this defense real well. This defense no, no, knows yeah, Jack Cohn well. real
1: well. Yep. There's a reason why Wisconsin was okay with Jack Cohn leaving. Bowling Green at Minnesota.
0: Yeah, like I said, uh, PJ Flex, boys, the boat rowers. uh, Went and got it done at Boulder in convincing fashion last week. Bowling green's terrible. Give me the Govers for seven. I
1: have Minnesota for four. Uh, Yeah, I think they went pretty handily. Uh, The Ohio Bobcats travel to Evanston to play Northwestern. Yeah, Ohio's
0: terrible. They're own 3 I believe.
1: Northwestern's Um, terrible. (laughs) But Northwestern's terrible.
0: But even with that said, I think Northwestern gets it done. Give me them for six.
1: I have Northwestern for three. Uh, So, yeah, I think they get it done. Illinois at Purdue.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not too confident on this game. Like I said, I don't know David Bell's status. If I had to place a bat, I don't think he plays Saturday. Marshawn Rice, who was probably going to get more playing time because he's David Bell's backup, he's out now. Um, no Xander Horvath. Uh, I have Purdue winning, but I only have three confidence points on it. I have Illinois winning. I knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew this was coming. Knew it. I
1: have two confidence he teed points. He it up on. the whole time. Um, I could just tell. I. I think Purdue probably knocks the doors off. But that, oh, I know, i say knocks the doors that, off. That was the only game I could see actually <laughs> being a coin. It's not even a coin flip, but I could see the other yeah. team winning. I can't see any other team uh, winning this week. Uh, Rutgers at Michigan.
0: I got Michigan. This is only my number two pointer. Mm. I just got a feeling one of these weeks Michigan's going to get challenged real hard, and uh, I like. I think I like what Shiano's doing. Yep. I think Tennessee fans got to be mad, but they did it to themselves.
1: Yeah, they deserve it. They absolutely deserve um, to be miserable. That's a, just a miserable fan base. It really is. Ruck, uh, Michigan for seven. I almost, <laughs> I almost said Rutgers at Michigan again. Michigan for seven. Kent State at Maryland.
0: Yeah, uh, Kent State's not very good. Maryland's undefeated right now. They're at home. Give me Maryland for eight. I uh,
1: have Maryland for eight as well. I just think they're going to score a lot of points against Kent State.
0: Colorado State at Iowa. Colorado, I keep saying these teams are real bad. But Colorado State's really bad. They're one and two this year. Iowa's number five in the nation. Iowa's not going to let them score more than ten points. Give me Iowa for nine.
1: I have Iowa for nine as well. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, Nebraska at Michigan State.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been really complimentary, complimentary of uh, Michigan State tonight. So I'm not big on Nebraska and Scott Frost. Give me the Spartans for four.
1: I have Michigan State for one. Um, I could see Nebraska giving them a game. Like they gave Oklahoma a game. If they if they play like they did against Oklahoma, maybe they win. But.
0: Well well, Michigan State's not gonna sneak up on anybody anymore. They're not ranked anymore. number twenty. Yep.
1: So you got kind and of a target could, on your back yeah, now. That could hurt them as well. Akron at Ohio State. I've got Ohio State for ten. I have Ohio State for eleven. That's I mean, my eleven. I mean player.
0: it's forty nine point spread. Yep. That tells you all you need to know about the I game. think
1: they'll win as big as Penn State does against Villanova. Yeah. Indiana at Western Kentucky, kind of an interesting matchup. Interesting there. game
0: because it could, you know, I mean, I don't know Western Kentucky's attendance anymore. They're not very good. They're one and two. They used to be good at
1: one time, but probably a ton of Indiana fans. Yeah, there, that's imagine. true.
0: It's a short drive down there to Bowling Green, uh, Kentucky, Corvette capital of the world. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think Western Kentucky hangs in there for a little bit, but then loses by like thirteen. I got yeah. Indiana for five.
1: I have Indiana for five as well. I'm right on the same page. Yeah, there. Yeah, pretty the much. Uh, going through uh, the uh, ranked games here we have the miserable UNLV uh, running rebels oh, traveling to newly ranked Fresno State after their win in the Rose Bowl I called that you did that was last a good week was a good I
0: called game. that on two of my podcasts Fresno State
1: is 30 and a half point favorites
0: yeah give me Fresno State
1: you know, awful. yeah they're terrible Georgia number two in the country uh arguably just as good as Alabama they're really uh, good man travels to Vanderbilt
0: you see, uh, you saw Shane Bieber. Uh-huh. What he said about their defense, South Carolina head coach pretty much said, "Well, they're loaded with
1: five stars. They got well, they have a hundred five stars. That's <laughs> they, why. They have a
0: defensive lineman is three hundred forty pounds and runs as good as anybody on this phone call. Just <laughs> a bunch of things. I'm like, wow, he, this is brutally honest. But uh, yeah, Georgia's gonna whoop Vanderbilt. Yeah. This is gonna be ugly. I agree.
1: Um, Texas A&M travels to no, they do not. It is a neutral site game against Arkansas. Where's that at? Uh, is that Jer- Jerry's, world? Jerry's world. It's
0: because Jerry Jones is an Arkansas guy. Yep. Give me Sam Pittman and the Hogs. Give, give me, a- me Arkansas.
1: Give me A A&M. and uh, AM's and M's backup quarterback. This will be his second start. A and M's five and a half point favorites. Yeah. Uh, man, Arkansas could knock off all the Texas teams. Arkansas hasn't been good at football in a long time now.
0: Uh, that'd be that'd be good for A&M. the SEC to get them going again.
1: Clemson, who cannot score points. What was up with that? The other Tra- day? They somehow beat Georgia Tech, but it's just like pulling teeth watching them trying to score. Travels to NC State. They are somehow ten point favorites. I think Clemson
0: bounced back with a more
1: polished performance, but
0: uh, yeah, this isn't a Clemson team in the last few years though. Um,
1: they uh, don't have Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence walking through that door. True,
0: so, uh, their quarterback's not too bad he right tore now. Up Notre but but, but
1: they just yeah. can't score. Yeah, uh, yeah. Give me Clemson. I think that they probably cover, but uh, they haven't. Inspired too much. Iowa State travels to Baylor. I don't know much about Baylor the right now. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, you know, Matt Rule it seemed like when he left. He played Kansas, though, one of the uh, games. So give me Iowa State, but State wouldn't be, be surprised if it's close.
1: Seven-and-a-half point favorites. Sounds about uh, right. Brock Purdy has to play better needed against Iowa anyway. Uh, yeah, give me Iowa State. UCLA travels a 2-1 and one Stanford.
0: So UCLA's still ranked. kind of s- – 24th. Kind of surprises me. Mm-hmm. Stanford had the big win against USC two weeks ago.
1: UCLA's five-and-a-half-point faves.
0: I think Chip Kelly's boys bounce back this week.
1: Give me Stanford, just to switch it up a little bit. Uh, Stanford's looked pretty good the past two weeks after losing to Kansas State uh, to start the season. Tennessee is 20-point underdogs traveling to Gainesville.
0: Well, Florida, I mean, gave Alabama everything they wanted. I don't remember the last time Alabama's been tested like that this early in the season. Tennessee played... Like, I don't even know who they played. It was some school that they've shut out three straight mm-hmm. times they played on the Citadel maybe or something. I don't know. I didn't play um, those teams. It's, but, yeah, give me Florida
1: easily. Yeah, Florida I think they cover. I mean, Florida showed something. Just giving Alabama all they wanted. Uh, I think they're good. Uh, interesting matchup here. Kansas State, number 25, travels 2-3-0 and o, Oklahoma State. Mm. Oklahoma State's six-point favorites, though. Fun
0: Big 12 matchup. Mm-hmm. Give me the Cowboys, Oklahoma State.
1: I agree. Give me, uh, give me Oklahoma State.
0: Um, my Gundy's yeah, a man. He's ones. like uh, fifty-one uh, now or something. I don't know how old he is.
1: Oh, he's probably fifty-five. Yeah, he made
0: that statement. What, Weird. in seven? So yeah, he probably is by fifty-five.
1: The worst Power Five conference team, Arizona Wildcats. They lost to. They're horrid. They, they lost, lost to Northern, Northern Arizona.
0: Arizona. Yep, uh, Jack Plummer's little brother. That was his first career start as a true freshman. Didn't go so hot for him. Well,
1: right. he's going to have to play in Autzen Stadium Yeah, in not going to go hot uh, for him. It's not going to go very well there Yeah, either. Yeah, give me Oregon by like a billion. Oregon big. Uh, one more here. West Virginia at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's 16.5 point favorites.
0: West Virginia got a big win over Pittsburgh, I believe it was. But I think Oklahoma bounces back after a... Not so impressive performance against the Cornhuskers. I
1: agree. I think they uh, they got a little bit of a scare, um, but I think uh, yeah, ultimately Oklahoma wins. Um, just you want to transition right into uh, the NFL? Have you got anything? You got else? word association? I do, and it's actually college football. Man, you are. <laughs> I'm keeping you on your toes. This. Time. Yeah, I'm keeping you a, on the it's straight line. It's, it's a Monday. It's a Monday. So for this. Word association: It is former Big Ten football coaches. I like Most that. of them were pretty bad. Some were pretty good. And I have one basketball coach because Iowa's had two head coaches in like forty years. So that's I, true. I chose a basketball coach that's, for Iowa okay. just to switch it up. Starting number one, we have Randy from Maryland. <laughs> Randy Utzle. Oh man, uh
0: what's a good word for him? Bozo. Terrible. Bo- I, Bozo. I mean, he did get him the BCS bowl, UConn. Uh, um, well, with UConn, he got him to BCS, mm-hmm. boy, eight and five back in 2010, but he did not do good at Maryland. Didn't no. do good at UConn the second time. Did you see UConn today? AD informed all the coaches they will not be back next year. Why would you even coach the rest of the year? The whole staff. At UConn? Yeah, yeah.
1: I just, I mean, collect paycheck, but. I mean. <laughs> I mean that just that doesn't help the kids out at all. Just they got they have to drop down they a level, have, they don't have they? They have, they have to. I
0: think they have to. And maybe they can get back on you know track what? and then bounce back. I'm up.
1: gonna give this to you because I've worn it for more than half the show, and you won this week. So I'll
0: wait to put it on until we get there in the right. NFL
1: It was kind of annoying me on my shoulder. <laughs> John L. Smith, Michigan State.
0: <laughs> Wasn't he the one that went went crazy at halftime? Our kids are playing their tails off, and the coaches are screwing them up or something like that, he <laughs> said something like that when he's at Arkansas.
1: I, I remember uh, – I forgot he was at Arkansas. He was like the interim after Petrina, yeah. wasn't he? Um, when he was at Michigan State, he accused Ron Zook publicly of cheating. He's like, somehow they're getting all these five stars at Illinois. I don't know how that's happening. Something like that. I think he
0: said the kid, kids are playing their t- tails off, and the coaches are screwing
1: it up. I think that's exactly <laughs> what he said. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: he was kind of a character. Yes, he was. Mark Tressel.
0: Mark Tressel. A lot of these guys Mark Tressel. Mark is
1: it Mark it's not Mark Jim Jim Trestle. <laughs> I was like, it was Mark Tressel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I wrote down Mark. <laughs> Sweaty V. Yep.
0: Sweater vest. He's a, of a coach.
1: <laughs> I even saw this and like that doesn't look right, like, but I was like, Man, I don't Jim remember chin. Mark yeah. Trestle. Uh Bill O'Brien. Uh Chin.
0: Big yeah, old Chin and hard knocks, man. He like threw F bombs around when he was yeah. coaching Texans. I think we'll see him be a college head coach again soon somewhere.
1: Yeah, he's uh Alabama's offensive coordinator, I believe, isn't he? Is he? I think so.
0: No, he's staff. I didn't know he's their OC. Uh, Man, Saban always grabs big-name guys to be on his staff.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've had Kiffin. They've had Sarkeesian. Uh, he's offensive coordinator wow. um, and quarterback's coach at the University of Alabama. Yeah, he'll be
0: head coach somewhere. So. Yeah.
1: Um, Bill Lynch. Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> I think he was. Uh, was was he the one that threw his gum at the officials? Yes, he uh, was. When they lost to Michigan, he worked
0: at Butler for a little bit, just as like an associate AD or something. Then he was coach at DePaul University mm-hmm. down in Greencastle. Then he's retired since then. Just seemed like a nice guy, but wasn't a very good football. No. He w- wasn't good enough to be a coach at IU at that level.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Brady Hoke
0: overachieved year one.
1: Yeah, um, got him to the yep. BCS
0: bowl and did nothing. Big boy.
1: Yeah, he, where, where'd they Ball get him State from? Guy. Yeah, didn't they get him from San Diego State? Or is, He went there, didn't he, after did he Michigan? didn't go there afterwards. Yeah. Chris Ash, Rutgers.
0: It was not good. Um, <laughs> was I, yeah, just I think he won like three games. Ohio uh, State assistance. Yeah, I oh, forgot I where he even came from. Some of these names, I forgot about these guys.
1: Here's Iowa basketball. Todd Licklider.
0: <laughs> former butler coach yeah uh,
1: i think he's a head coach high school coach in indiana and he?
0: wasn't he a Mar- wasn't he coach at marion university for a little bit it
1: seems like he was at one point um
0: yeah he just fell off the map after iowa i mean it he wasn't was very so good
1: bad it was he, between
0: alford and and mccaffrey
1: that son of a gun is the head coach new head coach at evansville oh <laughs> good
0: for him back in division <laughs> yeah, one yeah man
1: he um he was uh, Butler, Butler, Iowa. Then he was Miami, Ohio. And then he was head coach at Marion, okay. and then he'd been an assistant at Evansville the past couple of okay. years. And he is now uh, the head man at Evansville. Lick lighter, back in the uh, Missouri Valley. Oh, Ron Zook. Zuckster, special teams coordinator wherever he goes. Uh, he's at Maryland. Yeah, he came yeah. back. It was a revenge game for him. And uh, is he at Maryland now? I yeah, know he's the Packers' special for, team coordinator forever. It seemed like Loxley. I mean, Loxley was his OC at Illinois. And it's was... hard
0: to believe he was the guy who took over for Spurrier at Florida, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he was a buffoon. <laughs> uh, Jerry Kill. Jerry Kill, good coach. Good coach.
0: Um, just had a bunch of medical problems. Mm. He even tried to be the OC for Rutgers for a little bit, and that didn't work. Um, yeah, felt bad for him.
1: Yeah, he uh, he turned Minnesota into a pretty good program. And
0: then that guy they got after him did real well, and they canned they him after canned like nine the wins. Guy,
1: the guy who ate ice cream cones on the side <laughs> I forget line. his name—man after my own God. heart, um, Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan. I remember as a Raider. Yeah, coach. more than uh, Nebraska
0: uh, coach. Of the Raiders in the Super Bowl blowout lost to Gruden and the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how I remember. I only remember around Nebraska.
1: Randy Walker. I don't even remember Randy Walker. Passed away.
0: um, Was also a Colorado coach, but he got Northwestern Rose
1: Bowl. I mean, he's a legend there. Then Pat's been there since 05. Mm -hmm. Gary Anderson, Wisconsin. Wow.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he was there for like two years. years, Then he went to Oregon State. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't know what he was thinking there.
1: That was a dumb career move, Gary. I don't think he could handle the pressure of being at a Big Ten school. Yeah. Last but not least, Danny Hope. <laughs> Danny's my guy,
0: man. He's my I know, guy. You're big Danny Hope guy. He is uh hang tin right now, Danny. Go look <laughs> up Danny Hope. He's got hair down to his shoulders. Honestly, great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, staff was great. They they weren't paid very well. They're all kind of in over their heads a little bit, but I thought he deserved one more year. And if Purdue knew what they were gonna get out of Daryl Hazel, they probably would have gave him one more year. Yeah. That's, Play, yeah. players loved him. He loved the players. Decent recruiter, but just he would always win a game he shouldn't, but he would lose a game he should win every year. It was like Rice or Northern Illinois or Toledo or, um, yeah, um, somebody like that. And then 2012, twelve, when they should have been good because Iowa State was on probation, Penn State was on probation, so it was like Wisconsin and Purdue for the, uh, legends or leaders. I don't even remember which one they were in. That was so stupid. Um, they did just couldn't. They were getting killed by. Like every opponent, Wisconsin killed him. Uh, Michigan killed him. Penn State killed him. Minnesota killed him. It was just like, okay, something's got to give. Yep. But, yep. Yep. That's all I got. And the Wordy Association segment is brought to you by a Big Ten fan himself, uh, Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at two hundred six Fourth Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Red a call today to schedule a free consultation at
1: 574-722-2221. Three winners, three losers from the NFL. See, Let me put my title. <laughs> get a good look at it from
0: your chair because you're not getting this thing back okay. for quite a while, maybe the we'll whole see. year.
1: We'll see. Tanner beat me by five. Um, last week was the closest we've ever... Gotten, I think I beat him by four. Tanner, this week beat him yeah, by if, five. We've been real close. If the
0: Ravens would have beat the Raiders last week, I wouldn't belt.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they didn't. And they didn't. Great game, one of the games, probably the game of the year so far. Well, last night was pretty good too.
0: But uh, winners, Ravens. How could they not be? Absolutely. A winner? You got them in your winners. Nope. Nope. I tried to be different. Different. Uh, Ra- Ravens beat the Chiefs last night on Sunday Night Football. A gutsy play calling by Harbaugh at the end. Uh, leaving it up to Lamar if he wanted to go I for love it or not. That. Lamar went and got it. It's, it's hard to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs. You got to score mm. in the thirties to do it, and uh, it was nice to see it get, them get it done.
1: I loved. I mean, fourth and one in their own territory with a minute seven left. Chiefs are out of timeouts. You get a first down, the game's over. You kick it away, you probably lose. Um, and the fact that Jim John Harbaugh asked his quarterback if he wants to go for it, and Lamar said, "Heck yes." Um, that's I, I love that kind of stuff. Uh that Harbaugh was trusting enough and he wanted to go and win the game rather than just play not to lose, which is punting away. Say, Well, we tried our best. We just couldn't get enough Right. Um, couldn't get a stop there. Well, you go and win the game. I mean that's yep. that's what it all comes down to, go and win the game and I uh that shuts. Well it's the huge stone. for
0: Baltimore. It. There's a big difference between starting one and one and one two.
1: Yep. And as I said last week, it's going to be different this year. I think we're going to see more zero and two teams make playoffs because there's that extra game and an extra playoff spot. Looks good, well. good, good point. Uh, the Rams are one of my winners um, going in, good. into Indianapolis. I mean, Cooper Cup was unbelievable yesterday for my fantasy team. Um, Congratulations, <laughs> uh, Matt Stafford. Uh, as we've said, I, I think like him in L.A. Man, he's such a just a much better fit out there than Jared Goff was, and they're a really better really fit good team. for him. Absolutely. Poor guy, play for the Lions absolutely uh colts and 2 though and their uh their quarterbacks out a while two
0: sprained ankles in the next 3 games isn't three road games in a row
1: yeah it's Not gonna be easy tough against em. against three teams that won at least 10 games last year But hard
0: knocks has them
1: yep has them fighting for a playoff spot which November.
0: speaking of the colts uh stay tuned to query and schultz after this they'll have plenty of colts talk mm-hmm. for you so.
1: i think i have the same winners as your other two on there, titans and raiders you i do. think uh we both have uh, Titans coming back and tying uh, Seahawks at the end of regulation and winning in overtime. One uh, of the toughest places to play in the league. That's a huge win for them because yeah. they could have been 0-2 as well. Yeah, they were my
0: Super, were my Super Bowl pick to win it mm-hmm. all. And then the Raiders, I, I, it's pains pain me yeah. to say, but going into Pittsburgh, that's a good road win. They've uh, beat two pretty solid teams to start the yeah. year.
1: On the road in Pittsburgh, too, is huge. This is the first week.
0: Since the last week of 2016, that the Kansas City Chiefs aren't tied for or had the sole possession lead of the AFC West. That is so insane! Like, yeah. that's just ridiculous. They've just they're running the division. I'll
1: tell you what, I'm sick of the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you were sick of them before they even got good. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> now they're really good. But I'm I'm finding myself rooting against them about every week, like I used to with New England or.
0: And I think we're in for for a while.
1: Anywhere Peyton Manning was, even mm-hmm. even though I really like Peyton Manning, I didn't like any of the teams he was on. That's fair, um, but yeah, um, I think Raiders are legit as well. Um, unfortunately, uh, but uh, yeah, they were my other winner. One of your losers,
0: Zach Wilson. He was, he was really bad. I know he's a rookie. You know, a lot of these rookies are <laughs> I mean, struggling. But
1: four interceptions. How good is Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks in it's his just, career? It's insane. They, how they good asked he is. him
0: yesterday if he saw anything he wasn't expecting or saw goes. He's like, no. It's just a good defense I played against. And Mac Jones was pretty classy in his press conference saying, I know how good that defense is. I play against him in practice every day. He goes, I throw tons of picks against
1: him. Mac Jones is by far the best rookie quarterback. It's hard to disagree with that one. Um, I think
0: Trevor Lawrence will be good. hmm? He's going to take him some time. He's not used to losing. He's not used to not having much talent around him. Uh, Jacksonville's just kind of a mess.
1: I think Zach Wilson will be good as well. But, again, he's with a trash organization Mm -hmm. that's trying to break that mold of – awfulness uh, that right. has surrounded them for years uh, one of my lose Miami Dolphins I didn't expect them to win um against Buffalo but to get shut out give up 35 points um
0: I, I thought about put them on there but Tua getting hurt and I was like Jacoby Percet I'm not I'm not gonna I- do that
1: honestly though the game was over before Tua got hurt it was already 14 yeah. nothing the offense was looking off they've scored 17 Is that points that when you
0: tweet them told them good
1: effort yep oh. 17 points in eight quarters this year that's just that's inexcusable. Offensive line, one of the worst I've ever they seen. Got, they,
0: they got too good of a defense. The has got to keep you, them in pretty Honestly, much the game. defense
1: and kept them in pretty yeah. good. They just ran out of gas yeah, in the fourth sure. quarter because they were on the field the yeah. whole time. They've given up 91 points in the last two games with the Bills. They're little brother right now, and uh, they spent all these resources uh, on the offensive line, and it's still one of the worst And they
0: don't played. have an uh, easy schedule either.
1: No. Uh, their back end of the schedule is – very easy yeah. but I mean you could be out of it by mid-season
0: yeah you could have a record and your players could quit on it too yeah
1: that's that's the thing so uh, they have to find a way to bounce back and I trust Flores and his uh, coaching staff to get them there one of my other losers Minnesota Vikings uh missing that pretty short field goal that could have won them again now kickers sitting have a history at, uh, doing that stuff sitting there at 0-2 they uh they're not good
0: although no. they hung in there pretty good if somehow the Packers lose the night to the Lions which I know we both don't think is gonna
1: happen that NFC North is just a mess it's awful. I mean, Bears are, would be one and one. I mean, Lions, Lions would, be would be one, one and one. one. Um, but yeah, I think Packers win pretty easily.
0: One of my other losers, New Orleans Saints. Yep, they're on my list. They as well. were surprised last week. Had them on as a winner, and then maybe Carolina's better than I thought. I mean, Sam Darnold's looking pretty good two weeks in.
1: That was a terrible way to bounce back for not bounce back, but to follow up your really good win against the Packers. Yes,
0: uh, they looked awful. Jameis back to Jameis, two picks, no no mm-hmm. touchdowns yesterday. So those are the Saints I thought they were going to be before the season started. And my other losers, the Indianapolis Colts. um, They're 0-2, lost a tough one yesterday. I mean, they kept getting inside the 10-yard line, couldn't punch it in, even inside the five, just with their three upcoming road games. I mean, at Tennessee, at Miami, at, I want to say Baltimore. Baltimore. yep. They could be 0-5 pretty quickly, and Carson Wentz is banged up, and not what Hard Knocks wants to see. Yep. What do you think about that?
1: Mid season, um, I like it, but at the same time, I think they wish they would have picked a team that's halfway decent.
0: It's just an interesting pick. Um, um,
1: it's interesting that they're doing it mid season. I mean, a lot of teams don't want any sort of distraction in right. the middle of the season. Here we here we are, Colts getting a big one.
0: Are you going to watch the uh, Manning brothers? Uh, Absolutely. Uh, broadcast tonight on the ESPN two. I really enjoyed. that They last were week.
1: fantastic last week. A lot of I fun. Very enjoyed it. Uh, the Dam Landing is a sponsor of the Tana and J Man Show. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-bread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or handcrafted handcrafted cocktail, The Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitow. Focused on freshness and quality. Uh, you can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake on their beer garden, or outdoor bar area, whether it be boat or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester.
0: And the Tannen Jamin Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. I'm switching up the read this week. We got a customer review. Ooh. It's actually, it was an email. It says, hello, golfers, Chris Smith here. There's nothing better than having an unbiased third-party review one of our products. Today, I'm excited to let you know the popular golf reviews website, Niche Golf, recently tried out one of our gloves, and here's what they had to say. The Tour Quality Circle 15 glove is just fantastic. It feels buttery, soft, and fits like a glove. The glove is made using ultra premium, highest grade, 100% sheepskin, using a four way stretch material insert on the back to provide ultimate comfort, mobility, and breathability. Don't believe me, try it out yourself at circle15golf.com where they have the Genesis glove. They also have the glove hub, the the uh, patented glove hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. They got hats, they got ball markers, they got divot repair tools and a lot of cool stuff. They got good bundles for you. So go get yourself a Circle 15 glove and a glove hub.
1: Carolina at Houston Thursday night.
0: Yeah, Houston's out. Taylor's out. Yeah, so who is their quarterback? Davis Mills. A rookie from yeah. Carolina, uh, North. No, no, he's from Stanford. Stanford. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was dumb. Uh, Sam Howell's North Carolina. Uh, give me the Carolina Panthers for fourteen.
1: I've Carolina for two. Uh, this Whoa. was this was before I. saw Tyrod Taylor was we that. Went, we
0: went the big um, big opposite ends there.
1: I don't know if I'm a believer in Carolina yet, but they should beat Houston pretty good. Uh, Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills bounced back in a huge way yesterday. Yeah.
0: Football team got a one out won a squeaker over the Giants. So maybe they were just handed they, victory. They were absolutely On handed. Thursday nights. I believe you said that Giants wouldn't score against them. They put up they only put up nineteen, but they put up nineteen. No, they put up twenty
1: nine.
0: Was it thirty twenty nine? I thought it was 31. twenty to nineteen. Oh nope, my bad. Nope. Man, I'm off tonight too. Uh give me the Bills for ten.
1: I have the Bills for sixteen. Uh Ooh. Washington's not winning in Buffalo. Uh I think Buffalo's back. <laughs> After their week one. Sorry, loss. Josh. Uh that's okay. I'm, I was expecting it. Chicago at Cleveland. Andy Dalton is he gonna play? No one I knows. don't think so. Justin Fields was pretty bad uh, backing him up. Um but yeah. They traveled to Cleveland.
0: Cleveland got it done against Houston after week one collapse against Kansas City. Uh gimme Baker and the boys in the dog pound for twelve.
1: I have Cleveland for ten. Uh yeah, just too too much offense for uh Chicago Bears. Yep. Uh, Baltimore coming off their huge win traveling to the Motor City.
0: Yeah, we these are always tough to predict when you don't know how the team's going to play on mm-hmm. Monday night, but I'm presuming it's going to be pretty ugly for the Lions at Green Bay. Don't think it gets any better at home against Baltimore next week. Give me the Ravens for 13.
1: I have Baltimore for 11. So Indianapolis travels to Tennessee, quarterbackless.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this for a while. Big win by Tennessee after not looking good week one against the Cardinals. I like Tennessee a lot. Derrick Henry was an absolute beast.
1: I beast, know because yes, I'm going to get some in
0: fancy, and he put up <laughs> 44 points.
1: Give me the Titans for 11. I have the Titans for 8. Um, Jacob Eason's not probably not going to win in Tennessee, I imagine. Have they said how long wins is out? It's got to be a while. Two it's sprained, two sprained ankles.
0: ankles. If it's a high ankle, I don't know if they're high ankle sprains, but if so, that can be a long time.
1: The Los Angeles Chargers of Inglewood travel to Kansas City.
0: Yeah, I don't like this matchup at all. Two teams I don't like, but rooting I'm definitely for I'm, I'm rooting for the Chargers. <laughs> um, but I think Kansas City bounces back. It's a tough place to play at Arrowhead. Uh, yeah, I think Chargers fall into a one-and-two hole. Give me the Chiefs, but only for five. Only for
1: five. I agree. Uh, Kansas City and I have them for nine. I just think they're going to be too much for uh, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. New Orleans travels to New England.
0: New England's defense was awesome against Zach, yep. Zach Wilson. I think they give Jameis problems. Win-
1: uh, Winston is due for at least three.
0: Yeah, yep. Give me the Pats for six.
1: I have the Patriots for seven. Uh, I just don't see New Orleans going in there and winning. Atlanta travels to New York to face the abysmal New York Giants. I don't think
0: either of these teams are very good. No. I think the Giants get done at home, but only give me one point on this.
1: Completely agree. Giants for one. Yeah, It's so tough to pick because they're both pretty bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati travels to Pittsburgh. Uh,
0: Cincinnati Bengals. uh, Yeah. Struggled for a while against Uh uh, Chicago, then tried to come back, but it was a little too late for Joe Burrow and company. Pittsburgh's going to be ticked off after losing that home game to the Raiders. Give me the Steelers for nine.
1: I fear for Joe Burrow's life. um, That offensive line is still terrible and facing the best pass rush in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, T.J. Watt and the boys. Uh, T.J.
0: got hurt, though. Did he? He groin. Huh. I don't know how severe.
1: Still, give me Pittsburgh for 15. Yeah. It's
0: funny how it happens right after you get paid. Huh? Yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm sure he is hurt. He's a guy uh, who wasn't faking yeah. injuries. But.
1: Arizona traveling to the abysmal Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Urban has a few games left before he jumps.
0: <laughs> I, I think he's going to stay put at least yeah, for another no. year.
1: Um, uh, yeah, but give me
0: Arizona for 16.
1: Out of Arizona for 14, uh, they're going to score a lot of points and give up very few. They're fun to watch. They're fun to watch. The New York Football Jets travels to Denver to face the Broncos. i feeling pretty good about this. Should, I love the Broncos' should.
0: first three-game schedule. It's about as easiest it's easiest, be, easiest I've ever seen.
1: And they need it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Got to start out 3-0.
0: They didn't play very well yesterday, but they played the Jaguars, so they got it done. Defense is solid enough. Even mm. losing guys, they can
1: handle it. Teddy Bridgewater is playing really good football. He's yep, not turning man. it over. Give me Denver for 15. That's all you really need out of him with that defense. That's why I was saying he's probably a better you're, fit than Drew Locke. You're smarter than me um, when it comes to that. No, 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 nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope, cut it right there. Uh, I have Denver for 13. I think they get it done pretty I handily. for 15. Uh, Miami Dolphins travel to Vegas to play the Raiders.
0: I hate this. I don't like picking the Raiders. It, it like ruins my day. But um, Raiders for eight.
1: I'm picking the Dolphins. I hope think you're right. I think they bounce back. If if Tua plays, I think the Dolphins have a real good shot to win. Now, if Brissett plays, i would be flipping my pick. But uh, <laughs> flip, flip, uh, I think I flipping my lid. <laughs> uh, Gib, I I don't know why I picked the Dolphins. It's definitely a homer pick, but I think they bounce I like back. It. I they hope you're they right. need to um but yeah uh tampa bay buccaneers this is the game of the week traveling to the los angeles rams. of course it's
0: not the sunday night game though oh, we got we got to
1: give green bay another primetime game have to uh give me the rams for two this will be the J man's book it prediction of the week Give me Tom Brady going into Los Angeles. I think this could be like a 42 to 39 sort of finish. I think it'd be a fantastic game. Uh, give me Tampa Bay for four. The J Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agency and Travis Watching. For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance, contact him at 219 869 4561. His email is travis.watching at infb.com. If you're living in Ohio, buy insurance from him.
0: Or Indiana, of course. Or
1: Indiana, of course.
0: Indiana. Yeah, Tom Brady, it's hard to believe he's 44. looks like he played play until yeah. 50.
1: Seattle Seahawks traveling to Minnesota, coming yeah, off a heartbreak. N- off Minnesota's not good,
0: but they're desperate. They're kind of becoming
1: desperate where they got to fight with mm-hmm. everything they got. Give me Seattle for seven. I have Seattle for six. Uh, Green Bay traveling to San Fran.
0: I'm high on the San Fran team. Uh, give me San Fran for three.
1: Um, of course, we haven't seen uh, Green Bay tonight, right. which is tough, because right. I fully expect them to bounce back, and I've – Fully expect them to win in San Francisco So give me Green Bay for five This is mainly just a uh, pick based on years past sure. um, than it is this year. Philadelphia traveling to Dallas. hate think, this matchup. I think Dallas is hate pretty this dang conference.
0: good. I think they are too. Give me Dallas for four. I
1: have Dallas for 12. I think they went pretty you put some big points on Dallas this year a couple yeah. Of times. Yeah. I mean, I had 11 uh, against was, the Chargers yep. and they somehow found a way to get yep. it done. Uh, but yeah, give me, uh, give me um, Birdie Boogie one yeah, more time. It's Ryder Cup week. Not get right. Americans
0: against the Europeans. The Americans need to get the Cup back. It's at Whistling Straits. It's going got to be a good time to watch. It's always one of them. Even if you don't like golf, it's fun with the atmosphere. Um, I want to know, the, the Ryder Cup's been around since the 30s. I want to know what single individual has the most points ever in his career for the Ryder Cup.
1: I'm going to go with the a guy that is a non like Tiger Woods or Jack Nicklaus. Um, I don't even know if this, this guy might be South African. I could not even have the right country, but give me Greg Norman.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's Australian. Crap! <laughs> so he didn't play in the Ryder Cup. One yep. more guess? One more guess? Um,
1: Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods? No,
0: not Tiger Woods. He's actually a European, and you've heard of him, Sergio Garcia. Sergio. Twenty-five and a half 25 and a half points.
1: I want to say I've actually, I actually knew that now that you say that. But, I uh, was going to
0: give you who's made the most Ryder Cup appearances ever. I have no idea. Phil Mickelson with 12. Oh, but he's not man. on the team this year. Sergio, huh? so Sergio Garcia. Good, he got me back. He yeah. got me back I gave good. you I the chance. I was like, he if he throws anything. out a decent day, he might have a chance. Uh, but I, had I, to I get heard a of talking. Greg Norman, but yeah. I didn't know he was Australian. Australian. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Australian. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Tannin J Man Show. Tune in to Quarry and Schultz next. Uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll be back at it next Monday with another episode of the Tannin J Man Show. I'm getting that back. Have a great week, everybody.